Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trachtenberg with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Craighead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? He's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lois Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand. I take care of feral cats. This is me to burn. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller! I'm not a fan of the show. No. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I yeah, truly can't years. tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Young Persons Radio, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, Colby Smith. I will be with you until, until 8 p.m. <laughs> no, just until 11. Just until 11, at which point we will be followed by Point of Order, the great sports talk show. They'll be coming in here. And I said last week, I was like, they're probably going to be talking about, uh, probably going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. But, uh, and then I said to Joe on his way in, I was like, hey, you guys got playoff talk? And he goes, I hate the NBA without the Knicks. So no playoff talk on Point of Order today. They will be with you at 11. Then at noon, they are followed by the Brooklyn Conversation with uh, uh, with Rosie. And then, oh boy, our levels are all over the place today. This is going to be fixed in, uh, in post. And then at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. We have talk shows until 11 p.m. tonight, everybody. Many live, some pre-recorded, so keep that dial tuned to Radio Free Brooklyn all Sunday long. Now, what are you doing on Sunday? You're probably listening to this on uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com if you're, if you're in your house with your computer open. But if you want to leave at any point, but you think, oh, I wish I could keep listening to Radio Free Brooklyn while I go about my day, you can, as long as you have a, a, a data plan for your phone 
or you're connecting to Wi-Fi, wherever you are, you can now download the Radio Free Brooklyn app, which is on iOS and Android, wherever apps are sold. You download it. You can listen to it anywhere, any place. We've got our, our uh, every show is on there. You can listen to old episodes. You can check out everything about the, the station. Uh, so you download that. And the other thing, if you want to find out what, what the station has in store, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and sign up for our newsletter, which I believe is called, and I didn't do this. This is not my idea. I believe it's called Radio Free Brooklyn, like read like a like like a book, but it is a great source of uh, information for everything we've got going on. We're talking ticket giveaways and interviews with hosts and artists who we feature on our shows and uh, events. Uh, we just uh, this past Thursday had the latest installment in our first Thursdays at the Well series, where we showcase local bands uh, doing all different kinds of music. So that was this past Thursday. The next one will be Thursday, June seventh. And we'll have uh, ticket discounts available for our listeners. So uh, uh, stay tuned for more information about that. And, of course, if you want to support the station in any way, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to see how you can get involved. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. In the meantime, we're going to have a good time here this morning on Young Persons Radio. We're here until 11 a.m. Our number, 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. If you want to call in at any point during the show, you can do so. And I just want to say for our loyal, our loyal listeners, I have heard secondhand from Marta that she is doing better than ever and just hasn't had a chance to call in a while. So Marta lives, everybody. Marta lives. My guest today is a comedian and writer whose work has appeared at TV Land, The New Yorker, Glamour, and a show on the Fusion Network. She hosts three regular comedy shows here in New York City, Back Fat Variety, which is now at Union Hall, Comedy at Rose Gold, which is right here in Bushwick, and one of the co-hosts of the weekly show Side Ponytail at Friends and Lovers in Bedford-Stuyvesant. She also organized What a Joke, a national anti-Trump comedy festival that raised more than $50,000 for the ACLU in 2017. That's right. It's Emily Winter. Oh, hi. I'm so glad you're here. That was a nice intro. Well, you're welcome. I like to uh, list every single thing (laughs) my guests have done in case there's any ground uncovered. Right. No, that's. That covers it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's what? What else? There's the uh, the How to Produce Live Comedy podcast. That is my podcast, and that's all. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah that's I've never thing. done anything else. I <laughs> I wrote for um, it's it's hanging in my dad's office. When I was seven, I was in a our school's literary magazine, and it is my best credit to date. Uh, and it's still the only thing of mine that my dad has uh, hanging up in his office. So. <laughs> What what was the what was the piece? It was we had to write a story that ended with I can't believe I remember this that ended with the sentence mother and son had their joyous joyful reunion and I wrote it about the eclipse mother and son because I was ah. a little pun head <laughs> from the beginning and that's it. Wow. It's a story about the eclipse. Wow, wow, wow. That's beautiful. It's fine. Honestly, <laughs> When I look at it now, I'm like, that is not good writing. Um, but I can't believe you at seven didn't have a command of the I, English language I know. that it's you have now. It's <laughs> embarrassing. I don't have it now. <laughs> uh, 
anyway. I don't think when I was uh, when I was seven, I think I was doing a lot of uh, Rugrats fan fiction. I think that was the extent oh my of gosh. my writing. You were you you were the first fan fiction writer mm-hmm. then. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I love the idea of Rugrats fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, it was I like it was a lot. Of, I had oh man, I had so many ideas for other adventures Tommy. they could go on. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I remember like that because it was there was like it was on for like ten years or something. Yeah, and then when they did that, they had like they would play these interstitial interviews with the voice actors oh cool right? and like the woman who voiced angelica sounded exactly like angelica uh-huh. but not like not even that far in the future she sounded like a teenage <laughs> angelica but uh the the woman who voiced tommy was just like just like a cool chick <laughs> and i was like that's oh, she's You're a like, true Tommy's actress hot. yeah exactly <laughs> Why i was like Tommy oh, so hot? I'm oh so boy confused. i was like fanning myself <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that that was uh, that was my first big comedy influence. Mm. Uh, uh, babies misunderstanding things. <laughs> um, dude, Bushwick is like apocalyptic on a Sunday morning. I yeah, it really is. Yeah, there's I, like yeah. stuff blowing around in the street and no human beings. None there's at just all. Like a puddle of blood and no semblance of life. Like this. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah I, it's it's pretty great. A this pair is, of shoes just strewn on the sidewalk. Yeah, this is perfect for young persons radio. That's it, right. I yeah. was just like, oh man, I'm the only person awake in Bushwick aside <laughs> from you. It's yeah, amazing. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I live right around here, and it is like I get up on a Sunday morning to like get breakfast before coming to the show, which I get at the CM Coffee Shop on Wyckoff and Stanhope Street, right by the hospital. Do they give and, it to uh, you for free? They don't, but they do know that I do this show because they follow me on Instagram and they like every photo I, oh, I put really up sweet. about it. <laughs> <laughs> They've never mentioned it to me in person. Oh, weird. Uh, but uh, 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 maybe they're shy. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's a great place. I can't say go check it out because you know this is a nonprofit station and I can't give a call to action. But uh, I think it's a great uh, place to get breakfast. The best way to do it is to not give a call to action anyway. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we're above calls to action. Right, 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 right. <laughs> we can see through a call to action. Um, yeah, we actually prefer a a call to non-action. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually. <laughs> Just please stay at home and don't go to this place. Yes. The line's too long already. Yes. Now, you are a resident of Brooklyn, but not of yes. Bushwick. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. I live in the border of Red Hook and Carroll Gardens. Nice. Uh, That's why you have a car. I live between right? the highway and the highway <laughs> <laughs> on a block with a gas station. Um, yeah, that's why I have a car. That's why I can have a car. I just mm. got my car in November. Oh, Life-saving. It's amazing. Did you miss driving before that? No. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Miami when I, um, like, three years ago for nine months, and I had to have a car, and I got in so many accidents, and I I got uh, in, like, three accidents in my parking garage, so I... (laughs) Oh, not even on the street? No, it was a parking garage that was designed for you to fail, and Ah. I just kept getting in accidents in the garage, Yes. I never, I, I hated it so much, and I would be stuck in traffic, and... Yeah. So I didn't miss it at all. Yeah. I, uh, whenever, I mean, I don't drive anymore because I live here, but when I would, it was always the parking that would stress me out the most. Yeah. The actual driving, it's like, man, something happens, it's beyond my control. But the parking is like, I'm getting up real close to this next car. Right, right. I had a car move. this morning for sure. You did? Yeah. I was eating pizza on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I was eating pizza. Okay. I dropped my first pizza. Okay, I'm going to tell you all of this. Yeah. I yeah. dropped my first Lean Cuisine pizza on my dog. So then I had to throw it away. And bingo, my dog was really upset about getting a pizza dropped on her back. And uh-huh. then I made another pizza. And then I just brought it in the car. And then I hit a car. <laughs> and then I 
am here. Uh, it's all fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it was a nice car. Everywhere. It was a Lexus. It was um, a Lexus. Well, good. Yeah. Good hit those I know, cars. right? Yeah. yeah. Were you driving a Beamer? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, my car, you could buy it with a uh, bag of change. Like, literally. I bought it off my friend, and she was like, it's 20 years old. Whatever you got is fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's there's a lot of, like, cool cred in having, like, an old, old beat-up car. Uh, you yeah. Know, when yeah. I was in I high school. I always think about all the people that farted in the seat that I'm in. Well, you know what? I didn't even think about that. About <laughs> the lives that were lived in the car before just it came the, to you. Just the farts that are embedded in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, no. This, when I was in high school, my best friend had, like, a, a cool older sister, and she drove a, a, a like, 15-year-old Volkswagen Rabbit. Do you oh, know this car? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it was, like, bright orange. That's cool. And I was like, that's the coolest girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to have a baby pink pickup truck when I was in high school. Oh, but this yeah. is like now I would never, you yeah. know, because like, oh, the gas and the environment. and uh, But yeah, I was like, that's what I wanted to. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet to drive around. That's like like 15 years ago. That would have been like the coolest chick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah yeah. 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 Now you are a native of Wisconsin, right? Um, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I went to school in Wisconsin. Oh, gotcha. 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 Um, and I lived there after college. OK. Yeah. Are you from the Chicago area? Yes, I am. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Yeah, I've never been to Chicago. It's I gotta fine. go. It's fine. You don't like it? Not really. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why you're not there. Yeah, um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's clean. And I just, I think that they have, like, the, um, like, people leave that are mm. usually in the arts, you know? Really. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, it's, um, I, I, it, to me, it doesn't have the Midwestern charm that I, like, love so much. Like, I'm, like, a beer-drinking, cheese-eating fried food, bar bar games, like, that's, like, my favorite thing. And, like, they are, like, no, we're a little too nice for that. But, like, then, like, I don't know. It's just the worst of both worlds in <laughs> in, the, in a way. But I love the Midwest. I just think that Chicago is, like, trying to, trying to be a little fancy. And I'm, like, you're not doing it right. You know? <laughs> just, like, be, be chubby and fun mm-hmm. and have cheap beer. Like, that's yeah. what's great about this whole part of the country. Right. Yeah, own it. Own it. Own where you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, my, my experience with the Midwest is as follows. Oh, great. When I, I grew up in Maryland. Okay. When I was uh, a little boy, we wanted to get a camper. Okay. So, like, hook on the back of the van. Do you have siblings? Around. I do have siblings. Yeah. I have two younger siblings. Okay. We're going to, we're, we're going to get this camper. We decided, I say we decided, my dad decided. Yeah. The delivery fee for them to ship it from the uh, from the the plant, I guess, in Minnesota oh. is too much. So we take a couple days, drive out to Minnesota. Oh my god! Hook this thing up to the back of the van, drive back to Maryland. Oh my god! And this it was amazing. So we drove past Chicago. So I, I have a, right. a vivid memory of like seeing the Sears Tower from the highway. Where in Minnesota? I don't remember. Uh-huh. But you know, I wonder if I could find. I wonder if there's still a company. This is the company that made. Uh, uh, the campers was called Scamp. Scampers? Scamp that's trailers. Really, that's really funny. They are. Let's see. That's, that Scamp does not trailers. inspire, like, trust. Um, no. It but does it does not. inspire fun. They are. Oh, it says they're located in Bacchus, Minnesota. Cool. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But it's not the Twin Cities. No, no. It was very. It, it, even at the time. It like, was Bacchus Woods. I was pretty. Yeah, it was yeah. Bacchus Woods. I, it was like, I was probably 10 and I thought, well, this is really out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, where did, where else did you stop? We, on uh, your trip. 
we we camped somewhere in between. I want to say it was in um, let me think, Ohio maybe that we camped on the way back. I don't remember. Maybe Indiana. Somewhere in that nice. like that midway that midway yeah. point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't do any of the. You were ten, so you couldn't do any of the fun Midwest stuff. No, like, you know, meth in a field or yeah. um, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't do any or meth in the field. Or... No, we didn't have a family trip. To <laughs> <laughs> meth in the field. Yeah, but then of course Wisconsin specifically would haunt me later because uh, the Bonnie Vare album was uh, was inescapable in college. Ah, uh, Eau Claire, dude. Yeah. 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 Um, that was Wisconsin's favorite son, Bonnie Bear. <laughs> Dude, I just did a show in Eau Claire last summer, and it's like his legacy is still there. And it's like, oh, do you know that my friend made out with him when he lived? You know, like that yeah. kind of thing, like all all up in Eau Claire. Yeah, it, it is fun having like uh, anytime anyone remotely famous is from an area near you, that's when everybody starts to lay claim. Yeah, to like yeah, that yeah. person. I was talking about this on the air a couple weeks ago, but my hometown there was a there was like a, a like third rate like eighties hair metal band called Kicks. That had Kicks, its, that's yeah, so sad. K-I-X. <laughs> Kicks is very sad. Yeah, it is. Like, it, they didn't even try. And, like, most of them are two words. Aren't they, like, aren't, I feel like, no, a lot of them are one word. But, like, mm-hmm. Kicks is, like, they're, like, like usually, like, longer names. And, like, they did, Kicks doesn't even try. Kicks sounds, Kicks is literally a children's cereal, right? Yes. Yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> Kicks reminds me of the spin, those spinny toys that, like, you put on your ankle and then they... Oh yeah, yeah. What were those called? I don't know. I know exactly what. And you could, you could kind of like jump over them, yeah. with the other foot, yeah, yeah. And it just like kept track of how many times you just stood there like an idiot, yeah, spinning it around your ankle. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah. The shelf life on this toy was virtually non-existent. It's so weird when your parents are like, "Go play outside," and you're like, "Okay, I guess I'll put this piece of plastic on my ankle and just." <laughs> Stand here and jump over it forever. Well, the problem with playing outside is I have no imagination. (laughs) (laughs) And I require any amount of material to make a game. Were you bad at playing outside? I I liked to be inside. You're an indoor kid. Yeah, I was an indoor kid for sure. How about you? I I think I was. I played sports, but Mm -hmm. my my dad was always like, go outside and get the stink load off you. No, yeah, I was a chubby kid. I really liked Fritos and television. Yeah. Um... And yeah, I'm so happy you said Fritos because I love Fritos. Fritos are great. Very underrated. I I feel like they're never around anymore. No one talks about them. They've been replaced by the fancy chips. Yeah. Yeah. That are like really like tough to eat. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Dude, blue tortilla chips. Get them out of here. Don't like them. No, I don't know. You this is terrible. Why do they make this like fancy cardboard? And when like anything in those bags that feels like that it's like okay i know this is a plastic bag why are you trying to pretend it feels like paper so that you think that wh- i hate you i I hate those shit are we allowed to swear on here yeah, yeah okay yeah. cool cool because i keep like stopping my- <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is a- internet radio I dude have, i have a bad a dirty little mouth um <laughs> you ever do clean comedy shows and then you just like 
you don't have like you'll do clean jokes, but you just like throw some fucks in there just yeah. to like because you can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. I got a case of. Yeah, definitely. I think I think people because I look like a 12 year old boy, I think people uh, are when I curse anyway, they're like, oh, OK, who's sitting at the grownups table? Uh, you do have a young thing going on. Yeah. 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 That's good. I hope I hope it stays forever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, is that why you called it Young Persons Radio? Well, I think the, the show started as uh, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to do this radio show. I cannot for a second pretend that I'm like a cool DJ guy. Uh-huh. So uh, young persons like old people call young people young people. So it was like oh, a, yeah, a yeah, step yeah. removed. I get it. Of I irony. Like it. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. owned it. Yeah, that's right. But you're like, yeah. oh, I'm dorky. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. yeah. The first show I had everyone call in with uh, with uh, uh, clothing tips <laughs> for me. Did you take any of them? I, you look I, nice. I, you look nice than me. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning, Emily. I'm in my pajamas. Yeah, yeah, for the people at home. Emily is in her pajamas. I'm in a softball shirt from, I actually don't even want to say the year because then it'll date me, but it's the huh. 90s. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a Chicago softball shirt. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. These are my uh, friend's pants. Right on. They're, yep. You have one of my favorite jokes about clothes, actually. If you wouldn't mind me for a second, oh, like just it. reciting your act back to you, please. When you say my favorite thing, <laughs> when you say I usually just dress for sitting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that is very funny. Oh, thanks. I feel um, the same way. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, the human body just folds all wrong. It's you true. Know? Yeah, I think about that old Seinfeld episode where. He had that girlfriend who was always naked, and then she would always crouch. Oh, yes. And he was like, I love this naked girlfriend. And then he was like, no, you can't. And I just feel like, yeah. Yeah. I just, especially, I I feel like I can't dress for summer at all. No. Uh, I just don't have the, I'm not the right shape. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the right shape for summer. Yeah, I'm like. That's a good uh, tweet. You should tweet, I'm not the right shape for summer. (laughs) It's going to happen. It'll happen later. Happen during peak hours. (laughs) During peak Twitter hours. Dude, peak Twitter hours are crushing me. I feel like I never get, I don't get seen anymore. I tweet like, I tweet now in the dead of night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then I'll just like accumulate like, that's (laughs) like over the next day. Yeah. Hoping the algorithm puts it in somebody's Mm -hmm. feed. Yeah. Yeah. When I like, um, I was thinking about this the other day when I first joined Twitter and I only follow like a handful of people, I wouldn't miss a single tweet i would just be like oh, wow like i would just be reading i followed so few people i was just like i would get to the end of it oh i've read these already <laughs> <laughs> you read twitter <laughs> yeah but now of course uh, i'm on it for 10 seconds i'm like i'm miserable well this is making me crazy before i fell asleep i thought of a tweet but then my phone was far away and oh I was yeah like, i'll definitely remember this and i think it was wordplay because mm. that's like i was drunk and i just feel like it was definitely a pun but i was like <laughs> this is the greatest pun I don't know. It's all gone. Oh, yeah. I hope I remember it. I hope. Yeah, I hope it comes back. Because I want to hear the greatest part. I know. It's probably terrible. <laughs> you know those thoughts that you have when you're not sober. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, this is yeah. worthless. That's the only time confidence comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At midnight, a couple uh, of beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Now, I wanted to ask you about uh, uh, the What a Joke Festival. Oh, cool. Uh, from 2017. Yeah. Because this seemed, uh, this seems like a, a, an impossible feat of organization. It was. It was in, what, like 30 cities or something? Yeah, it ended up being 32 cities. Yes. Um, they, 31 in the U.S. and one in England. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And basically, like, so on the night of the election, uh, Trump's election... <laughs> Uh, obviously, I was very sad. Yeah. And I just reached out to um, this comedian, Jen Welch, who I didn't know very well, mm. um, but she just sort of scared me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that, like, I'm very nice and I, I, I wanted to do something, but I needed to work with somebody that scared me and had, like, a could be mean. And mm-hmm. I, had, I had seen her be sort of badass. And sort of just like if like if a guy is bothering her, she'll be like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not like that at all. Um, and so I just reached out to her and I was like, do you want to do something? And she had this idea like, hey, we have these networks because of Facebook and because of traveling for comedy all over the United States. Should we hmm. just like reach out to people and try to organize something? And it started, you know. We were like, okay, we're going to do New York. And then we reached out to like five cities and then it just grew from there. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had point people in every single city. So that's how we were able to do a festival that happened simultaneously in 32 cities. Um, So there were producers in every city and they were wonderful. Mm. And um, D.C. had the biggest shows and those girls just really did amazing work. And they, yeah, they did the most and raised the most money. And then Chicago did super awesome. I mean, all mm. of them did, but like these were the biggest Credit ones. where credit's due, Chicago. Yeah. Chica- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, the Chicago gals raised a ton of money. And then um, we raised a lot in New York. But even like it was so cool. And like a bunch of different places raised a lot of money. And even places that raised a couple hundred bucks. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I would have never thought that we were going to have one in Arizona. Or mm-hmm. we were going to have one in Knoxville. Or, you know, so it was just so cool to, I don't know. Yeah. like work with everyone and it was it was very hard to organize but um organization is my uh it's my gift uh it's not <laughs> a very sexy gift but it's my gift <laughs> my underwear drawer is very organized uh but it is not sexy <laughs> but organized Organized is important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You a big notebook person? Yeah, I yeah. do to-do lists every single day. And oh, yeah. I so, and sometimes if I'm really stressed out, oh, that reminds me, I have to take my Lexapro. Um, <laughs> if I'm really stressed out, I'll uh, make a to-do list right when I get up uh-huh. of stuff that I need to like put on to-do lists. Like it's Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Like you have your place where it goes. Like this is where I keep the to-do list. This is where I'm going to look. Yeah. And, yeah. But you can't always get to that thing. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a to-do list for the to-do list. I'm serious about this. Can you hear this? Right yeah, yeah. Now? Get it right up. Get, my get it right up. There. I'm gonna stop my talking left. so they can hear it. Yeah. Oh, it's the last one in the in the in the pill bottle. I have to take this. There, the, there it was. There was a good sound effect. The, the calf going on. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's on her Lexapro. Ask me <laughs> questions about that. That's a good topic to talk about. I am very open about being medicated. <laughs> Yeah, what's your thoughts on uh, universal health care? <laughs> Are you pro? Are you against? Should we take baby steps? I'm actually on um, Medicaid right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I got it, yeah. Th- Are you on it, too? I'm not on Medicaid specifically, but I've got, like, the next... I've gone, I'm on the uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield Essential Plan. Oh, so yeah. how much is that a month? It's like, it's like 50 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how did you swing that? I don't make a lot you of money. It? Okay, cool, great. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I didn't know that that was an option. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, you when you sign up for Obamacare, you just like put in what your 
what your expected oh, income is for the year. Okay, okay, okay. And I made a pretty good guess, and that's they're like, you qualify they were for like, this? You, we are so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, nobody takes it, but uh, it comes through. Nobody a pinch, takes it. Yeah, know? that's the thing. I cannot. I'm going to my parents' dentists in Illinois next week. Oh, nice. I cannot get a dentist. Yeah, yeah. Dentists are uh, the the worst doctor. Yeah, they they're are. Psychos. They're all nuts. And uh, they're really just, they're taking you for a ride. I really don't think we need them. <laughs> don't think we need dentists. <laughs> Did you have braces? No, I didn't have braces. Wow, you have good teeth. Well, I mean, you say that from far away, but uh, <laughs> they're in bad shape. I am actually right next to your face right now. I am <laughs> looking inside your mouth. and <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, when I first, uh, when the first dentist I went to here, they... Uh, I, I went in for just like a cleaning yeah. and they were like, you have a couple cavities, so you're going to need to come back a couple times. They would only do one cavity per what the visit. Heck? So I went back like four times over several months. It was, uh, why, I, why I just knew I was that? being took. I knew I was being took, yeah. but I didn't do anything. That's I was like a little wimp. That's like, I mean, like, like if you get a tattoo and they don't want to like go over the same line over and over again, but like this is silly. Yeah, That's silly. Yes, yeah, I've absurd. never heard of that. It's absurd. and I said that to a, a subsequent dentist I went to, and they were just like, "I mean, everybody's different. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> there was like no reason to yeah, do it yeah, yeah. other than to charge me four times. Right. Yeah. Oh man, and it's like four days that you have to like go and like take off work. Oh or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four cavities, huh? Yeah. They're, they're, they're very prone to cavities. Those teeth? Yeah. It doesn't stop me from eating donuts all the time. I mean, I have never heard of a person being like, I shouldn't eat this because cavities, you know? <laughs> That's true. They're like, I shouldn't eat this because it is, it's going to make me the wrong shape for summer. Yeah, exactly. It is maybe the most juvenile reason. <laughs> it's just like, I got to brush my teeth later. <laughs> uh, Oral care is like a surprisingly big part of like elementary education. I think. Like, I feel like teachers were always telling me I had to floss. Really? Yeah. I yeah. feel like I never heard it. And mm. then I was a grown-up, and I was like, oh, no. I should have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. But now I'm, like, really into flossing. And I... I mean, I do it every day. I have to. Because... Because of the cavities. Because of the cavities. Yeah. <laughs> I use the floss picks. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah environment i'm so sorry mm. I, I won't do it if i don't have so a you're driving a car that I'm guzzles driving... gas yeah mm -hmm. you're throwing the, the floss, floss picks, picks away it, into the it right into the little geese's mouth mm -hmm. and yeah no i know i'm terrible yeah but i am almost vegetarian oh nice so okay that, that's like uh, what what I'm... are the exceptions um, I just went out for my birthday on Friday and I had a grass fed burger and oh, it was man. so good. It's only burgers. That's yeah. the only thing I ever want. Everything yeah. else, no chicken, no meat, no like other meat, no um seafood. Yeah. This, yeah. Like I would say I probably have a burger like ten times a year. That's uh that's if you're gonna break it for one thing. Oh, boy oh burger. boy. What's just your favorite a, burger? What do you mean? Do you have a favorite burger? I don't think so. I mean I like the medium. <laughs> Is that what no, you mean? No, like, like there's so many like great burger places in New York City oh, and in oh, Brooklyn. Oh, burger place. Oh, oh, sure, sure. I've got, I got a couple. Yeah. Where are they? I go to Can uh, we burger porn. Oh, I, I go to burger. Mother's in Williamsburg. Okay. They got a good burger. Um, Jimmy's Diner also in Williamsburg. Okay. Very good burger. Those are the two that are coming to mind. Great. How about you? Um, lot two in South Slope. Oh. I like, I like. Um, oh, the best grist mill. 
in Park Slope. Oh, you know, I have been there. That's it's really so good. It's so good. Like the yeah, pretzel yeah. bun. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, there's a place in Red Hook called Grindhouse. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. There is a way. I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, I think it is. Yes, it's cheeseandburger.com. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna My turn, mouth is watering. I'm going to turn this up. They have, it's just like all of these uh, burger recipes, but they have uh, Patrick Warburton reading the ingredients. I'm gonna, okay, here we go. You can hear this, right? Um, I can't hear anything. Okay, I can't hear anything either. <laughs> Come on. Maybe it's not working now. Well, look. <laughs> <laughs> the first one I scrolled to is uh, the Aunt Millie. Featuring uh, Wisconsin feta crumbles. Mm. Make the burger. Every so often a cheeseburger comes around. You guys say it in Wisconsin. Every so often a cheeseburger comes around. All right, I'll say it then. You you wisconsin Okay. That tests the resolve of the most zealous vegans. That tests the resolve of the most zealous vegans. (laughs) The Aunt Millie is one such cheeseburger. The Aunt Millie is one such (laughs) cheeseburger. And it's like it's like the same, except they put Wisconsin feta cheese on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really thought also, we were going to. It's not get like a... Wisconsin is known for feta, right? Like, feta yeah, is like the non-cheese of cheese. Yeah, it just falls off everything. Crumbles, it crumbles right out of your burger. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, it's just rolling around all the time. <laughs> I feel like it's the skinny cheese. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh. 904-351-0729. Let's get some calls in, folks. That's 904-351-0729. Now, Emily, yes, we are going to move on to a recurring segment on this show. Oh. It's uh it's past it's it's not unlike uh, uh the, the the Proust questionnaire in Vanity Fair or uh or inside the actor's studio uh Yo, I don't even know what the Proust questionnaire is on Vanity Fair. It's they do it in the last page of the magazine. Okay. And uh, it's just like all these questions like, uh, you know, I wonder if they, let's see. Let's see if they have some. The Proust Where does Proust come in? He, let's, well, let's see. It's a question about one. It's a series of questions about one's personality. Its name and popularity are a form of an interview owed to responses given by French writer Marcel okay. Proust. So I guess. Uh, all right. So it's questions like. Your have f- you read Proust? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Proust the questionnaire is no. It's just a quiz about Proust <laughs> novels. Uh, it's like, what is your idea of happiness? Oh, uh, okay. What okay. is your idea of misery? Okay. Then? Yeah, but we're not, we're not, those aren't, those aren't what okay. we're doing. But you know what we should do first before we do this? What? We should take our first call of the Yay! show. Caller, you're on the air with me and Emily hey. Winter. Ah! Hey, this is Tim Keck. He calls every week. Hi, Tim. Hey, how's it going? Great show so far, guys. I think, uh, were you guys earlier talking about the skip it? Skip it! Skip it! Yes! yes! Tim! Skip it! Oh. <laughs> Just, I knew exactly it? what you were talking about. My sister had one. They had a, uh, there was a dial on the side that would keep track of how many skip it you had done. And yeah. I don't think that thing ever got into triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way. I mean, you would get, even like while you were doing it, you would get bored before you got to like 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would skip it to Ace of Base and also Meatloaf uh, in yeah. my garage. Um, oh, man. Ace of Base. That's a great song. Oh, yo, Meatloaf is the shit. Yeah. Skipping mm-hmm. the bat out of hell almost makes sense, you know? <laughs> they did make a blue skip You get a little kid in your driveway skipping the bat out of hell? <laughs> it's so sad, but also so cute. 
I had a bowl cut, and I was a fat kid, and my garage was on a hill, and it was... Oh, my God. So you could, like, see this, like... Oh, that sounds like a training sequence in, like, a, like a kid's movie, like, for Little League yeah. baseball yeah. game or something yeah. like that. It's, it's, uh, it's from... Did you ever see the movie The Big Green? Do you remember this movie? Either no. of you? No. <laughs> Sorry. It was like a... It was, was like football a football movie? It was, no, it was soccer. It was like a, it was like a, a Sandlot soccer type movie. Anyway, never mind. We'll move on oh. to... Move, no one saw it. Move on to whatever I, I, you were I saying. boycotted soccer. I told my... <laughs> because I was a baseball kid, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I probably boycotted all soccer movies. <laughs> I told my little sister that she didn't have hand-eye coordination. She only had foot-eye coordination. I made her go play soccer. So... Oh, you know. never saw... What? Oh. What? I said you never said... Saw Ben like back. Wait, no, what's the no, one I where never uh, did. Amanda Bynes pretends to be a guy? Yeah, she's that's... the man. What? She's what is the she... man? Classic. Do they play soccer and she's the man? Wasn't it all about soccer? Wasn't it also like a soccer scholarship? I don't know. I feel like I've seen that movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should know. I don't know. I haven't Probably seen it a lot. If if somebody if we were comparing the number of times that I'd skipped it. And the times I'd seen Amanda Bynes play soccer in a movie, <laughs> it would be heavily skewed in the Amanda Bynes soccer. Oh, that's so funny, Amanda Bynes, are you listening? You've got a you've got a fan out here. I hope so. I hope Amanda she's Bynes, listening. are you there? I did watch Ladybugs. Ladybugs. That's like an '80s movie. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, with Rodney Dangerfield, who was oh. a monster. Oh really? Yeah, I was. I've been reading the comedians. Man, that yeah. guy is a jerk. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, not terrorizing anyone anymore. Did you turn Tim off? No, no. Even in on. death, he gets no respect. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's him? Is yeah. That the same yeah, that's Good him. job. Yeah. It is crazy. I only know of him from impressions of him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, he had like, he had a career well into the late 80s. Like, he was still yeah. doing movies. Uh like uh, like back to school, I think came out in like eighty five or something like that. This is the oh, movie where yeah. he, as an old man, goes you know back to school. Oh, he he Adam Sandler. Did? <laughs> he Adam Sandler. Did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love those plots that can just be a title. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a lot of them. Well, Star Wars. Back to school. Lord of the Rings. My first script that I tried to write was uh-huh. called, it was a romantic comedy called Scratch Off, and it was about uh, a meet cute happening over Scratch Off Lotto tickets. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. That was bad. <laughs> I never finished it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it might be time to dust it off. Oh, yeah. This could be the movie of the decade. Right. People don't like rom-coms anymore, but I feel like there's just so so much desperation in the air that Scratch yeah. Off might um It is resonate. true. Like, I can't... I, I, I think Hitch was the last great wow. rom-com. I never saw Hitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you would love it. It's uh, I love it. Everyone should see it. I like Hitch. Hitch is good. Everyone should see Hitch. <laughs> Tim. Tim, do you like rom-coms? Oh, I love a good rom-com. Yeah. What do you like? What are your favorites? Like what? What are your favorites? Ooh, I mean, when Harry Met Sally is like up at the top. Yeah. Mm. When Nora Harry Met Sally might be my favorite. What? what? What's your favorite? When Harry Met Sally oh, okay. might be okay. my favorite. Okay. Yeah. That movie's it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And it was like back in the time when like the guy didn't have to be that attractive. And it's like, man, okay. I you mean now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Billy Crystal as a romantic leading man, the idea is very funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and then like a year later, it's like, oh, Tom Hanks is just in You Got Mail, and it's like, oh, shit, okay, this makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, but between the two of them, Tom Hanks is, is better looking, I would say. But I also don't think of Tom Hanks as like nah. a, a stunning, like beautiful man. He's not man meat. He's no. like America's dad. Right. Yeah. I love him in Sleepless in you don't, Seattle. I, don't, I think ladies were crushing on the Hanks for a minute. I mean, there were more Hanks posters on walls than Billy Crystal posters. I mean, that's <laughs> for sure. I true. can't even imagine what a Tom Hanks poster would look like. Maybe it would be from like Turner and Hooch. I think Turner that was and Hooch like... are like big, maybe. But see, that's not sexy. What was his TV show? Didn't he have a TV show? Oh yeah, he did. What was it? Was it Bosom Buddies? Tom Hanks. Yeah, everybody loves yeah, Bosom Buddies. He was on Bosom Buddies. Yeah, for two years. Oh wait, isn't that? Didn't he dress up like a woman for that? <laughs> yeah. I googled Tom Hanks TV show, and the third thing that came up was Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> So, you know, I guess he has been on TV. Um, Tom Hanks' problem is that he ne- he took, like, very unsexy roles. Like, mm-hmm. Big is really just, like, a, sort of like a movie about a woman showing a man how to be a man. Right. Which is sort of just, like, a metaphor for dating. Um, and then, like, so that's not attractive. And then, like, in Philadelphia, isn't mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't he play a gay lawyer? Yeah. 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 So, like, that's not going to be, like... Oh, I want that gay lawyer, you know. And then he, yeah. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Uh, exactly. Saving like, these Private are not, Ryan. Yeah. 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 And now he's old. Yeah. But Turner and Hooch, he's kind of he's kind of foxy. Mm. It's about a, a friggin' and the money pit with oh, Shelley I've never, Long. I've never seen the money pit. But, like, I would, though. You I would love, watch it? I would watch it. You love Shelley Long? <laughs> I do love Shelley Long. <laughs> We've been rewatching Tears. In my I haven't house. seen it. But I would. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you've you've seen Cheers recently. Yeah, I, I started watching it uh, per your raving recommendation. Mm-hmm. First season, awesome. Second season, it's like, oh boy, not as good. Yeah, that when they're already when um, Sam and Diane are together, it's like just like so annoying. Mm-hmm. Like it's like just I just want funny bar jokes. Like, yeah, stop, yeah, stop. Yeah, but it is still I still like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that they're first both season is so perfect. horrible to each other. Oh yeah, yeah, they're atrocious. Even when they're together, and it's like we're in love, and this is this is the culmination of a whole season's worth of building this relationship, and they still treat each other like absolute shit. Yeah, they're both like cheating on the other person constantly, and like I don't know, they're so mean. They're mean. They just they just shouldn't even be friends. It's just it's less fun when they're when they're together. You like them flirting, you know? Right. Because they should never be. Yeah, it should never be more than like uh, this is the problem. It can't last forever. He should just like touch her butt at like the office party. <laughs> I'm, I'm like advocating yeah, that just gonna he say, may yeah. choose her, um, <laughs> and uh, that's it. That should be the big culmination, but that doesn't make for good TV. Yeah, because when when they're not together and they're mean to each other or going on dates with other people, that like builds tension because you're like, oh man, will they? Mm-hmm. But when they're together and they continue to be mean to each other and go on dates with other people. You're like, wait, this isn't how a couple would normally act. <laughs> f- I wonder you can't if the just writers keep dating other people, right? And like, just constantly making each other jealous. I wonder if the writers were aware of this like fundamental flaw in the shows, like, like the way that they set it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although it's a genius, it's one of the oh, best. Oh, I mean, sitcoms, yeah, it's incredible. Still, I mean, they had a lot of work to do. Anyway, yeah. Tim, final thoughts. Yep. 
Final thoughts. Uh, let's be good to each other out there, you know? Aw, Tim. That's sweet. Nice. Tim, I'm glad I got Thanks, to meet Tim. you. <laughs> I am glad we met, too. <sighs> He's great. Where'd you get him? Where'd you get Tim? Great Ooh, show. Tim. Really enjoying it. He's Tim. around. Tim out. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Tim. Tim, <laughs> Tim Keck, everybody. Tim Keck. Radio Free Brooklyn. Young Persons Radio. Colby Smith. Emily Winters here. We're so, Gavin. Tim calls every week. Tim calls every week. Um, loyal listener, loyal caller. What do you know about Tim? Well, you know I know he is also a comedian. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, he's from Florida. Oh, all right. He loves uh, basketball and the Avengers. And uh, he's, he's just like, he's full of takes. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Tim, love him. Great. Now, if anyone else wants to call in, that number is 904-351-0729. But in the meantime, we are, of course, going to begin. Right. The Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. Right. Starting with the first question. Who is an actor or actress who every time you see them on screen, you go, oh, neat? Um, good. Oh, um, oh, what's her name? Um, uh, this is going to make me crazy. She is in 13 Going on 30. She plays the mean, the mean one, like the mean friend. But she's such a good, like, character actress, and she's so weird. Mm. Um, she's, like, got a skinny head. And she's skinny. Is it Judy Greer? Yes, yes. Judy Greer. She's yes. got that skinny head. I uh, love Judy Greer. I yeah. think she's really, uh, she's really a delight. Me too. I really like Judy Greer. She was in uh, Arrested Development, famously. Oh yes, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. The she Descendants. Was so funny in Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she has a book. I should read her book. Oh yeah, she does. It's like a, it's like it's where do I know you from or something like that. It's, it's some a, play a on collection that. of essays. I'm sure. Yeah, because yeah. when you are a funny female of a certain fame, they ask you to write a collection of essays. That's right. And yeah. if you are Lena Dunham, he will make a whole chapter of what you ate that week. Did and you read that book? I almost finished it, but <laughs> I hated it so much. Hmm. I was like the biggest Lena Dunham apologist, and then I read that book, and I was like, oh no. She really is just a narcissist, and she will use whatever she can to get attention, and now I am not. Like, that really, that book really turned me off from her. And it sucks. I do think that there's so much awesomeness about girls, and I don't know if you were in New York when girls started. I I moved here right after the first season ended. People were talking about it, like, at the bars in Williamsburg. This is when Mm -hmm. people still went out in Williamsburg, and it wasn't Manhattan. But, like, when Williamsburg was Bushwick, People were, it was the topic of conversation everywhere. So I do think it's like what she has done is incredible. Yeah. And to like have something so powerful that it became the topic of conversation. But that book, if that is an insight into her brain, it is. Anyway, did you read it? I didn't read it. Don't read it. Yeah. I it read... is now under my couch. Um, The leg fell off and it's now one of the the legs. Like oh, really? Yeah, it's on the stack of books that we hate. <laughs> oh, they, I read this. I was like interested in it. And then I read this review uh, that I'm going to try and find um, that was just like the most like scathing like uh, review. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, <laughs> the title of the review is Callow, Grading, and Glib, the first person fodder of Lena Dunham. Honestly, that's, wow, those are in the New Republic by cool James words. Walcott. Wow, James Walcott. Of course you've got a name like Walcott if yeah. you're using words like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I totally agree but uh yeah i i uh, i remember when it was coming out and the the whole story when it was coming out was like 
she got paid like a million yeah. plus advance yeah. on the book and then did this book tour with like she was being interviewed on stage by Zadie Smith and oh like people have just like insane literary heft like Michael yeah. Chabon or, uh -huh. or however you say his name. And it's just like, why does she get like she's being anointed as I think that's the problem that a lot of like like other like creative people have with her is just like she's she got it all right away. You know, she got the HBO oh, show. I she mean, got the, the Criterion collection, put out her first movie. You uh, can't um, I feel like you can't have bitterness toward that. Just oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. very unfair. There's yeah. always somebody younger uh, who's going to like who's going to. A shine brighter who has less talent than yeah. you always like yes. <laughs> I just you just have to be like you got to like, make your peace yeah, yeah. I, I mean I just I, I remind myself to like I talk about this with my writing partner all the time because mm. we're the exact same age and like like you just have to like laugh like you have to be like this is so this is hilarious mm -hmm. that like in just you know in your heart what's going on and like but you can you will make yourself crazy right. with other people's yeah. success especially yeah. when they're young and yeah oh yeah yeah well, now I feel old. <laughs> a young person's radio. Yeah, no, but that book, uh, that that book just seemed like a train wreck. Cause like a lot it was of terrible. like, it's like a, like it's like summer camp was so hard, like oh stuff my God, like that. Yeah, right? and yeah. then now she's like, I, she's been very like racially insensitive. I think that's called racist is the word. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she is just. I just feel like one bad thing after another with her. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot, a lot from her. Like her Twitter too has been like got under fire uh the past couple years yeah yeah anyway next well, question <laughs> judy greer lover <laughs> love judy greer. seriously though big fan of judy greer uh next question say you're stricken ill what is the show that you put on while you heal oh this is a great question um well i've been on the cheers kick cheers mm. and i've been on a high maintenance kick mm. um and i have been sick <laughs> so, so this is a very relevant question. This is a very relevant question. Um I would say that I could rewatch Big Mouth one thousand oh, times. Oh yeah. I, I would probably would just rewatch that. Yeah. I think sick, I go more cartoons. Mm. I'll do Big Mouth. I never watched the latest season of Bojack. I would do mm -hmm. that. Um and maybe if I'm like delirious, I'll just throw on some old Daria and Oh yeah. yeah. But you know they can't put all the good music in. Yeah. So yeah. it's like doesn't have the same. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Big Mouth is such a is so, so good. Good. It's so good. really I don't know how they did it. Like, I know it was coming out and it was like that whole crew that like they were the kings of the, the scene here like 15 years ago. And it's just like they're all together like doing the show. I'm like, oh, that'll be a fun time. And then it's just like it's very like they really just go in on on like puberty and like sex education and all this stuff and, and they present it in a way that is very like approachable and like not gross uh uh and i don't know i just i was really impressed by how like it didn't need to be as good as it was oh yeah yeah it's incredible i think and it's like so imaginative and like the, mm -hmm. the, that's the, such a good contrast to the topic which is just like seriously about like bodies and like this yeah. like most like harsh reality you know i don't know it's just it's the best yeah Big, big thumbs up. We actually wrote it. We, uh, yeah. we, we've just been commenting a show that we wrote. It's actually our show. Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody check it out. And you know, maybe, I don't know. I am actually Big Mouth. That is, <laughs> okay, I'm not supposed to talk about this on the air. Oh, well. Yeah, you're going to be getting a call from your reps. Oh, boy. I signed so many NDAs and then I just, oh, I can't get my mouth shut. I can't even keep my big mouth shut. That's where all this comes. <laughs> so ironic. Okay. I'm 
losing it over here. <sighs> Next question. Okay. What is an internet trend that drives you nuts? Um, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, truly, the word truly. I truly cannot take the mm. word truly anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. so trendy on Twitter and on the internet right now, and I can't, I can't with truly. Mm -hmm. I am so sick of the word truly. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. That's mm -hmm. a good one. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Quirky coming of age story or mindless space battle? Oh, quirky coming of age oh, story. Yeah. You're oh, talking yeah. to one woman. <laughs> a mindless space battle is my worst nightmare, uh -huh. actually. Yeah. 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 Like, the only thing that could be, like, worse than mindless space battle is, like, mindless space battle in the past. Like, that's, like, also historical, <laughs> but also manages to objectify women. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, they're flying, like... World War II fighter jets in yes. space. <laughs> oh, my God. Murder me. <laughs> I hate. Final question. This is my favorite question. What is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? <laughs> um, oh, I have such an answer for this. Here we um, go. Uh, 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 okay. 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 Sorry. My brain is not working. Um, but it's. Um... <laughs> okay. What's that song? Oh, my God. It's Bush. Okay. Bush. Oh, we're going to um... find it. Uh, what's the slow Bush song from, uh, oh, like, we live in a wheel where everyone steals, and when, you know, uh, it's glycerine. Glycerine. So I was in college, and I just listened to glycerine on repeat for, like, two hours and cried my fucking eyes out one day, and I, even <laughs> then, even when I was 21, I knew that it was so embarrassing. Uh-huh. <laughs> to put on and it was already an old song it wasn't like i'm like i'm not like 45 like i mm -hmm. like it was a song that was way old already and i don't know why but i am still embarrassed that i put on glycerine for two hours and cried in my room about nothing <laughs> that's a like it's just it just struck you just that day it's not me. like you've I, you been know, dumped or something no or, uh... I, th I think i was thinking about my uh high school boyfriend or something and um and I was thinking, I think what it, it freaked me out was like I was being hit with nostalgia for the first mm, time. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And I was like thinking about the, that song. And it's, it wasn't like a special song to us or anything. But I was just like that song I used to listen to when I was a kid and I'm not a kid anymore. And I don't have that boyfriend anymore. And time goes by and oh, I man. just had like a crisis. It just hit you. It all just hit me. And then it was Bush with Glister. And I was, was like, playing in the background. And I was just like, like, this is so goddamn embarrassing. <laughs> so funny well emily we are completely out of time oh holy shit yeah. that was very fast went by in a flash it, was this good yeah oh this was does great. everybody always ask that no but not on the air no oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's good when when tim says great episode so far. oh great i'm sure he never does that <laughs> he, never, he, he does not <laughs> but thank you so much for coming thank uh, you for having me when this is, is the, the good i'm glad uh, you had a good time when is the next uh time oh, people can see you yes well here you know what my birthday is tuesday and i'm throwing a show at union hall called back that variety hey so it's got some great weirdos on it and um i really like to lean into the weird stuff so i might do a character i probably will do some stand-up because it's my birthday but uh <laughs> we got some characters on and um some great stand-ups and yeah Nice. And I also will be at Friends and Lovers in Crown Heights tomorrow for Side Ponytail. Perfect. Well, and I'll be at the Knitting chances. Factory tonight. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so three so, chances. Three chances. <laughs> to come and see uh, Emily Winter do stand-up. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It was such a blast to talk to you.
And uh, we're going to go out to uh, uh, the Bodines. Oh, hell yeah. And to fly a rocket ship, oh, you my need to God. be an optimist. <laughs> this is an ad for Masterclass. <laughs> that is running before. Can we go out to glycerine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. It's going to. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, yeah. It's got a lyric video. <laughs> Just, here we go. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with Alon Danzinger. Goodbye.